0: Now on the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, when the Passover lamb is sacrificed, Jesus' disciples said to him, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He sent two of his disciples and told them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. Wherever he enters, tell the owner of the house. The teacher says, Where is my guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make preparations for us there. So the disciples left, went into the city, and found things just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. Then, when it was evening, he came to the house with the twelve. While they were at the table, eating, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, one of you eating with me will betray me. They were distressed, and one by one said to him, Surely not I? He said to them, It is one of the twelve, one who dips his hand with me into the bowl. For the Son of Man will go as it is written about him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for him if he had never been born. While they were eating, he took bread, and after giving thanks, he broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take it, this is my body. And after taking the cup and giving thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood. The blood of the covenant that is poured out for many. I tell you the truth, I will no longer drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. After singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter said to him, Even if they all fall away, I will not. Jesus said to him, I tell you the truth, today, this very night, before a rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But Peter insisted emphatically, even if I must die with you, I will never deny you. And all of them said the same thing. Then they went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray, He took Peter, James and John with him and became very troubled and distressed. He said to them, My soul is deeply grieved, even to the point of death. Remain here and stay alert. Going a little farther, he threw himself to the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour would pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. Then he came and found them sleeping, and said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Couldn't you stay awake for one hour? Stay awake, and pray that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again and prayed the same thing. When he came again, he found them sleeping. They could not keep their eyes open, and they did not know what to tell him. He came a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough of that. The hour has come. Look. The Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us go. Look, my betrayer is approaching. Right away, while Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him came a crowd armed with swords and clubs sent by the chief priests and experts in the law and elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. When Judas arrived, he went up to Jesus immediately and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. Then they took hold of him and arrested him. One of the bystanders drew his sword and struck the high priest's slave, cutting off his ear. Jesus said to them, Have you come with swords and clubs to arrest me like you would an outlaw? Day after day I was with you, teaching in the temple courts, yet you did not arrest me. But this happened so that the scriptures will be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. A young man was following him, wearing only a linen cloth. They tried to arrest him, but he ran off naked. "'leaving his linen cloth behind. "'Then they led Jesus to the high priest, "'and all the chief priests and elders and experts in the law came together, "'and Peter had followed him from a distance up to the high priest's courtyard. "'He was sitting with the guards and warming himself by the fire. "'The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for evidence against Jesus "'so that they could put him to death, but they did not find anything. "'Many gave false testimony against him, but their testimony did not agree. "'Some stood up and gave this false testimony against him, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with hands, and in three days build another not made with hands. Yet even on this point their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Have you no answer? What is this that they are testifying against you? But he was silent and did not answer. Again the high priest questioned him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed One? I am, said Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, Why do we still need witnesses? You've heard the blasphemy. What is your verdict? They all condemned him as deserving death. Then some began to spit on him and to blindfold him and to strike him with their fists, saying, Prophesy. The guards also took him and beat him. Now while Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the high priest's slave girls came by, When she saw Peter warming himself, she looked directly at him and said, "'You also were with that Nazarene Jesus.' But he denied it. "'I don't even understand what you're talking about.' Then he went out to the gateway, and a rooster crowed. When the slave girl saw him, she began again to say to the bystanders, "'This man is one of them.' But he denied it again. A short time later, the bystanders again said to Peter, "'You must be one of them because you are also a Galilean.' Then he began to curse, And he swore with an oath, I don't know this man you're talking about. Immediately a rooster crowed a second time. Then Peter remembered what Jesus had said to him. Before a rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. Early in the morning, after forming a plan, the chief priests with the elders and the experts in the law and the whole Sanhedrin tied Jesus up, led him away and handed him over to Pilate. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He replied, You say so. Then the chief priests began to accuse him repeatedly, so Pilate asked him again, Have you nothing to say? See how many charges they are bringing against you. But Jesus made no further reply, so that Pilate was amazed. During the feast it was customary to release one prisoner to the people whomever they requested. A man named Barabbas was imprisoned with rebels who had committed murder during an insurrection. Then the crowd came up and began to ask Pilate to release a prisoner for them, as was his custom. So Pilate asked them, Do you want me to release the King of the Jews for you? For he knew that the chief priests had handed him over because of envy. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas instead. So Pilate spoke to them again. Then what do you want me to do with this one you call the King of the Jews? They shouted back, crucify him. Pilate asked them, why, what has he done wrong? But they shouted more insistently, crucify him. Because he wanted to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas for them. Then, after he had Jesus flogged, he handed him over to be crucified. So the soldiers led him into the palace, that is, the governor's residence, and called together the whole cohort They put a purple cloak on him, and after braiding a crown of thorns they put it on him. They began to salute him. Hail! King of the Jews! Again and again they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Then they knelt down and paid homage to him. When they'd finished mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes back on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. The soldiers forced a passer-by to carry his cross. Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, he was the father of Alexander and Rufus. They brought Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which is translated Place of the Skull. They offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. Then they crucified him, and divided his clothes, throwing dice for them, to decide what each would take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And they crucified two outlaws with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by defamed him, shaking their heads and saying, "Ah, You can destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Save yourself and come down from the cross. In the same way, even the chief priests, together with the experts in the law, were mocking him amongst themselves. He saved others, but he cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now, that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also spoke abusively to him. Now when it was noon, darkness came over the whole land, until three in the afternoon. Around three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Ali, Ali, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, "'Listen, he's calling for Elijah!' Then someone ran, filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink, saying, "'Leave him alone, let's see if Elijah will come to take him down!' But Jesus cried out with a loud voice and breathed his last, and the temple curtain was torn in two from top to bottom. Now when the centurion who stood in front of him saw how he died, he said, "'Truly this man was God's son!' There were also women watching from a distance, among them were Mary Magdalene, and Mary the mother of James, the younger, and of Joseph, and Salome. When he was in Galilee, they had followed him and given him support. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were there too. Now when evening had already come, since it was the day of preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a highly regarded member of the council, who was himself looking forward to the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate was surprised that he was already dead. He called the centurion and asked him if he'd been dead for some time. When Pilate was informed by the centurion, he gave the body to Joseph, and after Joseph bought a linen cloth and took down the body, he wrapped it in the linen and placed it in a tomb cut out of the rock. Then he rolled a stone across the entrance of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseph saw where the body was placed.
1: You have been broken I've seen the damage that the world has done Been through hell and all your dreams have come To nothing one by one But now the tide has turned This is the dream you never knew you had Now you will walk with me And I will set you free But if you feel like crying, cry, cry And I will cry with you And if you feel like laughing, laugh with me And all the lies that Satan whispers Can't take that truth away Cause now you call me a friend I'll change the things that you could never change And I will say
0: The scriptures quoted are from the NET Bible, netbible.org, copyright 1996-2006, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved.
1: And I will cry with you And if you feel like laughing, laugh with me And if you feel like dancing, dance, dance And I will dance with you And if you feel like resting, rest with me